You will wave that white flag because you can choose which way you want to go. And I, I'm guaranteeing you this. You're going out on your face or you're going out on your back. Now, which way you want to go? Which way you want to go? That's right. Sit quiet, you look. When you put Eye of the Tiger under it, it sounds more authentic. It sounds more real. Like, maybe if they play this through the entire pay-per-view, you might be like, yeah, these guys are really bringing it. Snake oil salesman Floyd Mayweather Jr. against hype machine Conor McGregor. 6 p.m. tonight down at the Budweiser stage. Are you going down there? If you are, explain to me why. I mean, if you're not, if you're going down there for work purposes and there's going to be a ton of press, we get it. You got to hear McGregor drop an F-bomb. You got to hear Floyd Mayweather Jr. talk about how rich he is. I get it. It appeals to some people, but not I. It is a... It's an absolute circus. It, it, as people have hit me up, people say, well, why are you talking about it? Because everyone's talking about it. Just because I'm not having it as a sporting event, and, and I think that that's the line, it's not a sporting event, but it's entertaining. I, I get why it's entertaining. You can sell me on that, but you can't sell me that this is an authentic, true, athletic competition. These guys are collecting massive paychecks. McGregor's not a boxer. It's just, it, it, it's a farce on so many different levels. But people will eat it all up tonight. Two player, two, two fighters, kind of interested, kind of engaged. Trading jabs, verbal jabs at one another. Gareth Wheeler with you at Wheeler TSN. We'll get our next guest. He's going to be down there and doing coverage for TSN.ca. And again, it's something worthwhile to cover. I get it. This is what the people want to see. This might actually be better than the fight. It's Robin Black, MMA analyst and color commentator. You can see him later on today as part of our coverage on tsn.ca, at Robin Black MMA on Twitter. Uh, the, the people are with me, Robin, that this is less to do with anything that resembles a sport and everything to do with being a circus. Can you convince me otherwise? You know what, Gareth, my friend? I think we're living in a simulation because... I am an expert in the art of, of combat. I've studied it all of my adult life. For some reason, I am more convinced of the possibility of Conor McGregor actually doing something in this fight than the masses are. And that doesn't make any sense on any level. <laughs> Does it? You know, like when yeah. I look at it, everything that I've studied my whole adult life tells me that a guy who is not a boxer, a man with zero boxing matches, should be able to beat an untouchable, you know, greatest of the era, if not greatest defensive fighter of all time. And yet, despite all of that, because I have spent time studying Conor McGregor, the man, and Conor McGregor, the disruptor, I see a chance. And I know he's not going, unlike what, what we all sort of see, hey, he's not a boxer in a boxing match. He sees the concept of boxing as a, limit, as a limiting concept, that it is a fist fight between two people, and the world of boxing has become an institution so far up its own butt that it is 
uh, pushed itself into a corner where it believes it's the pinnacle of its own sport, and he's here to disrupt it the way that technology disrupts all technology. See, that's that, his thinking. That's interesting that you bring that up, because uh, I brought this up in the previous segment. I don't look at this as MMA versus boxing. I, 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 don't, I don't look at it as one discipline versus the others, even though it's quite clear what they're going to be doing come August 26th. I just look at this as two extremely ambitious, wealthy individuals getting really, 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 really rich from this fight. Like, we saw it with Mayweather-Pacquiao. There was no incentive to fight. Pacquiao afterwards said he had a shoulder issue. Mayweather wasn't there to put on a show. Like, it's everything in the build-up, the lead-up that's part of the show. But I just don't get how there's incentive for either individual to come out and stake their claim for anything other than being very, very wealthy. Okay, so if a million human beings are having this conversation right now, the difference between myself, Robin Black, the man that Gareth, my friend you are speaking to, and every other one of them, is I have dedicated the last five years of my life to studying this individual. Not just how he fights, but the individual. I've spent time with him. I've studied the people around him. And I guarantee you, there is no chance, 0% of him, that is sitting there going, well, I'll get rich, I'll just give it a go. That human being, and that is a single human being, just one person on the planet, but this human being, Conor McGregor, truly believes without a shadow of a doubt that he's there to win this fight. He doesn't for one second think, oh, I'll get rich and I'll give it a go. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll joke will be on everyone. He 100% believes he's going to win this fight. Does that mean anything? Maybe not. I can tell you that with certainty, and I don't know how that sways your opinion or the opinion well, of many it, other people. It tells me he's delusional. I saw him lose to Nate Diaz, See, who the UFC friend, forces to wear denim, like just telling but, him maybe you don't want to wear jeans to the octagon. But you're picking a moment. Four years ago, the man was on welfare telling anyone that would listen he would be a two-division UFC champion. They laughed at him when he said he would knock out um, Jose Aldo and... and um, uh, Eddie Alvarez, and I'm telling you, my friend, I stood there. You can just Google my name and his name and Fight Network where I used to work. I stood there with the man, and he looked into my eyes, and he, I asked him about Aldo's right hand and how people have been landing. He said, I've seen this man's hand, hand, right hand twitch. It will be his undoing. He will throw his right hand, and I will step back, draw him into the dead space, and touch his chin with my left, and he will fall. He looked into my my eyes, not some other journalist, not some other person, mine. And I can tell you, there was no doubt in his mind. And I've spoken to thousands of other human beings like you have and everyone else had. This one is different. I'm telling you, this human being is a different human being. And he, and you know, you could say he's delusional. But they said that at Aldo. Right. They said that at Alvarez. They said that about him going to the UFC. They said that about him making this fight. He has the ability to bend the universe to his whims, or so it seems. Does that mean he can beat the best boxer in the world on August 26th? That doesn't guarantee anything. I hear what you're saying, Robin. Uh, Robin Black joining us, part of our our TSN coverage of the uh, Mayweather-McGregor Circus later on today at the Budweiser stage, 6 p.m. at Robin Black MMA on Twitter. Like I I don't want to sound crass because I'm a mixed martial arts fan. I'm a boxing fan. I'm a Conor McGregor fan. I will watch him take on anyone in UFC. I get that he won a weight, uh, he, he gained weight and had to fight at a different weight class when he lost to Nate Diaz. I get all that stuff, but this is a completely different discipline. 
boxing. And and I know that you're coming at it, you're a combat fan, you're, you might be coming at it from an MMA perspective. What's that hardcore boxing analyst saying about this, though? See, but it, uh, it should have been, uh, pick a hotel, it should have been the Holiday Inn that figured out Airbnb. It should have been a taxi company that figured out Uber. It should have been, it should be boxing who figures out how to, how to um, work around and how to disrupt boxing, but it never is. The boxing guys are sitting around laughing and pointing and denying just the same way that 8-Track did about TVs and just the same way that radio did about TV and just the same way that taxis did. It's a disruption. Can he do it? Maybe not. But what he's looking to do is technologically disrupt the institution of boxing. And as he's doing it, all these boxing analysts with their heads so far up their butt are ignoring the possibility, denying it. And yet you can feel this little bit of agitation and fear in them as they talk about it. They want to dismiss it. They hope that on Sunday it's all a big joke. But there's a part of every one of them that knows that the institution, the concept, the dogma that is boxing itself has the ability to undermine it. And it will be an outsider that does it. If it isn't Conor McGregor, it'll be somebody else. It's some right. And, and, right. And, and, and it's a great point, different. Robin, like, because McGregor essentially has nothing to lose. If he loses in a boxing fight, he's like, well, I'm a mixed martial artist. What did you expect? And Dana White can say that, and everyone in the mixed martial arts world can say that. It's a no-lose proposition here. Yeah, but again, I'm telling you, this human being, that doesn't cross his mind. If he, he will be, if and when he loses, and that, no matter what other side, what devil's advocate I take here, it is more likely that he does lose. But if and when he does, he will be shocked beyond all belief. He's not approaching this with a no-lose proposition. He's approaching this with the certainty that he's going to win this fight. If and when he loses, and I think it is more likely than not that he'll lose, he will be the most surprised of everybody on planet Earth because this guy is sure he's going to win. So when you watch what happened yesterday, and I saw you on on SportsCenter immediately following it, for the people that are heading down to the Budweiser stage tonight, what is it that we're watching? Because because I, I like I, I I like McGregor. He can talk. He's a funny guy. Like I'm laughing out loud to myself, but I'm not taking it seriously, Robin. Like, are people supposed to take it seriously, or are we supposed to just take it as oh, this is this is kind of funny? Listen to these guys swear at one another. It is very weird. I mean, there are things that play typically. The first one is obvious, and we know it, and we know it's number one. It's taking our money. Right. Making us laugh, making us debate. Oh, my God. He said four ounce gloves. Oh, no. He called him a this. What does it mean? I saw fear in his eyes and everybody starts debating. And it's really just about taking our hundred dollars for the pay-per-view. That's what it's about. But underneath that, there are games. There are psychic chess pieces being attempted publicly. Will they work? Everybody that Conor McGregor has played the game with. He didn't knock out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. He knocked him out in eight weeks or 10 weeks or the few months leading up to it. He didn't make Eddie Alvarez uh, not able to perform in the fight. In that fight, he did it in the weeks leading up. He'll try to do that to um, to uh, Floyd. And I think, unfortunately for him, Floyd has too much experience. Has seen it. You know, you can't BS a BSer. If if uh, a magician in Vegas tries the old pick a card, any card on Gareth Wheeler or Robin Black, mm-hmm. we're going to be blown away. But try it on another cardsmith, and it's just a joke. And I think that's what's going to happen. I, 
Unfortunately for McGregor, I think for him to do this disruption, he would need to diminish Floyd psychologically, and I just don't think that's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is they're going to swear a lot, and they're going to sell a lot of pay-per-views, and a lot of people are going to have a lot of conversations, and probably Floyd Mayweather will win on August 26th. Right. I, I, I just... I, I, you made your case very well, and and I'm buying some of what you're selling, but just not all of it. It's just when it comes down to brass tacks, McGregor's story's an amazing one. He's a likable athlete. He's now the poster boy of UFC. But over the course of his career, through fighting in UFC, he's made just around ten million dollars. He's getting paid seventy five million dollars for this one fight alone, where no one expects him to win. Like th- th- that's where yesterday, and I'm looking at him speaking. And what I took from it is, like, this guy, when he says he's just genuinely happy to be there, he is just genuinely happy to be there because no matter what happens, he's going to make seven and a half times what he's made in grueling fights inside the octagon over the course of his career. Yeah, and uh, I agree with you. In that moment, uh, he used to make fun of people saying, baby, we've made it. Break out the red panties. We've made it. We're rich. And he kind of said that himself. Now, he's a game. He's a gamesman. You know, he may be putting in misdirection. There's all that. The reason you can never believe what an athlete says is if we're, you and I are watching the, the Leafs and they put a microphone and go, oh, you know, there's no I in team. You know, we've got to put a lot of pucks on the net. You know, we've got to make sure our D. It's all nonsense. <laughs> they're saying nothing because yeah. they just have to talk and they're saying nothing. In fighting, they're saying nothing because they do the opposite. They oversell. In most, in most sports, you try not to make headlines. You try not to embarrass your team. In solo sports that are about making money, you try to say the most outlandish stuff you can. And so that's partly what we're witnessing, too. But the reason both Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer of the era, and Conor McGregor, one of the great combat sportsmen and great martial artists that we've seen in the modern era, the reason this is really happening is because they have that thing we can't describe, that thing that Elvis had and that thing that, you know, all the great sort of the people that we stopped our lives to talk about, these two have it and they come together now with one, the greatest boxer ever, and two, a dis- who's attempted to disrupt the art of boxing. And we're all standing around watching them swear at each other. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Great stuff, pal. Enjoy it down there today. Did people buy tickets for this? Like, do they just uh, give them away? Like, how did that work? They give them away, but you have to register for them. But they're, I believe they're all gone 15,000 in minutes. And that, wow. to me, yeah. And I had people that I haven't spoken to that don't even know what boxing or MMA is asking me about tickets because there's something about celebrity and conflict and uh, controversy in 2017 that compels people. So what we've got is a whole, you know, combat, uh, sports, entertainment, controversy, weirdness, disruption, all this rolled into one thing. And uh, it's definitely captured people's imagination, and they're going to make a billion dollars. Sounds a lot like the Kardashians and and why they're so wealthy. (laughs) Thanks, Robin. Uh, Big fan of yours. Keep up the great work, okay? Appreciate it. You too, my friend. Gray, always great chatting with you. Thanks, pal. Robin Black, at Robin Black MMA on Twitter, part of TSN's UFC coverage. Is it UFC coverage tonight?